baseball fans. BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free to play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free to play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. This program is a proud member of Univaz. Unified, unique voices. Learn more at univazpods.net. Talk About Gay Sex is sponsored by Rev, dedicated to helping men have more sex, better sex, and healthier sex. For more information, go to revformen.com. That's revformen.com. Hey, what's up? It's Steve Rodriguez of Talk About Gay Sex, letting you know that we will be live Wednesday, December 13th in New York City at Rebar in Chelsea. Join us for a live broadcast with a studio bar audience, or if you aren't in New York City, join us live on our Facebook page. It's facebook.com forward slash talk about gay sex. We will be streaming live at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so tweet in your questions, post them on Facebook or Instagram, at talk about gay sex and we will be sure and try to get to all of your feedback questions and shout outs on wednesday december 13th again if you are in new york city join us in the live studio bar audience at rebar in chelsea between 7th and 8th avenue we will see you there on wednesday december 13th What's going on? You are listening to Talk About Gay Sex. I'm your host, Steve Rodriguez, here in New York City, along with my co-host, Steve Carpenter. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm great. I see you have a little hat pin in your hat. There. I have a hat pin. And We're filming a little of this, so you will... Yes, those of the you, camera's over here. Yes. Hi, yes. You, if you check out our YouTube channel, Talk About Gay Sex, you will see my hat pin. Hat pins... I don't know. They probably were a thing in the past, um, but... Yeah, like the 20s. Yeah. So now I'm just like (laughs) pinning one onto my baseball caps here and there. And yeah, yeah, I get a little... It's so stylish. Oh, thank you, sweetie. Thank you. You're you're starting a new trend. Well, I don't know about that, but I will take the compliment as it comes. San Francisco, next, a week from now, San Francisco, everyone's going to be wearing hat pins in their their baseball caps. Exactly. Well, I'm really excited because we have a special guest today. He is a friend that we see out and about here in New York City. He's going to be talking about fetish. We did Finding Your Fetish last season. We are doing Finding Your Fetish Part 2. His name is Corey Harmon. Corey, how are you? I'm great. How are you? 
Good, good. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. We've been talking about this, and it's finally here, and I'm excited. I'm excited. It's, it's the same here. I'm always listening to you guys at work, so I'm kind of your number one New York fan. Oh, I love that. <laughs> one of the, the um, you're very good friends with uh, of another special guest that's been on the show, John John, who was the uh, New York Mr. Eagle oh, yes. winner, 2017. Yes. yes. <laughs> Talk about your friendship with John John. Um, John, John and I met, oh, I want to say maybe six or seven years ago. And he helped introduce me to my fet, my newfound fetishes when I just, you know, broke up with my, um, my ex at the time and I was finding who I was. I guess I was having my sexual awakening. Oh, I like mm. that to use fetishes a former, yeah, sexual awakening yes. is, yeah, I like that. we're going to get plural, into all of fetishes. Exactly. It's one always of, good to have more than one fetish. I agree. Absolutely. And you two seem to bounce off of each other. I just Carpenter and I were at a rebar benefit for Puerto Rico recently. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. La, Puerto Rico. Isla La Isla Bonita. La Isla Bonita. Which they still need our help. Yes. Um, how, but we saw you, and I have this hilarious <laughs> picture. I put it on our Instagram. You both have these fans, and I like it because you know, in the in the in the club scene, if you go too much out, like in the last several years, everyone's like flipping the fan, and it's like, oh, enough Fuck. with that fan. And it's and I'm fucking fan. I get I'm a person that gets very startled with noises, and so they, that sound, oh, like yeah, if they do it right snap. by my ear, I'm like freaking out. But you've sort of redefined it with putting a really cool saying. And what what did this say? Um, I had two. One said, show me your dick. And the other said, show me your hole. Usually I would give John the show me your hole fan. And we would, <laughs> as a tag team. Yeah. Wait, no, he has show me your dick, right? Well, we would flip flop. Well, oh, oh, flip flop. But they flip -flop. another friend of mine <laughs> broke my show me your dick fan. Oh. <gasps> Recently, at La Isla Bonita. Oh, oh my God! And you're still Did friends? you guys make those or what? <laughs> no, um, it's actually there's a party that uh, Antonio Cedeno does yes, called Slay at the Monster, mm -hmm. and my boyfriend DJed there for his birthday in um. Give August. him a shout out. Who is your uh, DJ boyfriend? His name is DJ Ted Bishop. He DJs every other Saturday at the Hangar called Revolution Saturdays. Um, it's a it's a okay. great party. I even brought my parents there, both of them. The Hangar on Christopher Street yes. in your neck of the woods, Carpenter. Yes, that's true. Have you ever been there? Oh, yeah, I've been there. I like it. Now, is it wrong to say, for those people that don't know, like on a Sunday, I always want to go in there. It has dancers, and it seems to be a little bit more urban. Am I right about that, or is it just on Sundays? Um, I've been Tuesdays and Saturdays. Saturdays is a little mixed. More, It's, it's more African-American, Latino. Um, but the, the vibe that my boyfriend brings is very funk Af um, tribal house Afro Caribbean Ooh, we like house we like so that. if you're ever around check That's out the e um, check out the hangar at um, Revolution Saturdays it's a great party even great. my father had a great time you took your parents there. Yes, it was my mother's birthday and their anniversary. They're and that's where you took them to? Yes. On their anniversary. And I forgot that they have go-go boys. <laughs> How many dollars did your mother put in the put in the boys? And why was this there? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I wanted to do something for them together, 
and they both. Not. My parents are children of the Paradise Garage. If oh. for all the old househeads who mm-hmm. know of the Paradise Garage, and I grew up on that music. Real quick, so, just for those that don't know, uh, legendary DJ Larry Levan is from Paradise Garage. Uh, Part of the whole. Mm-hmm. Um, the voguing underground yeah, voguing scene underground. Yep. Um, right. My my parents saw Madonna there before Paris she is became burning. big. Paris is Paris burning. Paris is burning. Yep. Right. Yep. Uh, Grace Jones. Even Eddie Murphy was a regular there. So your parents were a part of this scene. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That is amazing. So I brought them for the music. No wonder you're gay. <laughs> and you know what? Well, it's interesting because yeah. your parents obviously. Are straight parents. Yes. yes. So I didn't, I don't know why, I just always assumed it was just us, you know, LGBT that participated in no, that. No, no, no. Obviously, no. Madonna brought a lot of that into yeah. the mainstream, but that's so interesting. Yeah. So you have parents that obviously you grew up here in New York mm-hmm. and they were just New York club kids. Big, then. big time club kids. Um, wow. It was them and my, a few cousins of mine and when they would go to the garage, they would get on the train and they would sing, let's go dancing and let's go have some fun. And yes, Sing it. that was, Sing their, it, that was their song. Wonderful. Wow. So I brought them for their anniversary for the music. And when I remembered that they had Go-Go Boys, I gave my father a heads up. And the whole time he's just saying, go steal a five from him so I can get another beer. <laughs> <laughs> Like a good old club yeah. kid would do. I yeah. love it. Good. Wow. So, it was a great time. Yeah. I kind of want to meet your parents. Everybody does. I know. They're really? Awesome. Do they still kind of go out? And- My mother does. Okay. So um, I actually brought John with me to uh, the Paradise uh, Garage re- reunion last August. It was a gr- oh, no. great time. Somebody wow. pulled out baby powder and put it on the floor so they could slide. I always wanted to experience that because I heard stories. <laughs> yes. It makes dancing so much easier. Yes, it does. So I'm curious, do you have siblings? No, I'm an only child. So when you, at what age did you find out you were gay? Because I would imagine telling your parents, would I, be, they'd be like, honey, we knew you were. <laughs> and like, you know, the well, floodgates were open. Like, well, I knew I was gay at six. Okay. And, but I kept it to myself and I never really had a girlfriend until I got to high school. And, you know, we went all the way and it was very odd and weird for me. Um, I've but been I, there. I came. I I, <laughs> You're lucky. I'm a gold star. You're not missing anything. You're uh, yeah. a gold star. I'm a gold star gay. Yeah. Uh, I'm a, I like I'm a bronze. You're a bronze. I did it twice. Okay. You're a bronze. But when you finally did, you know, yeah, let I, them know. I came out at 18. That was about. 17 years ago I'm giving away my age I don't care I look good You do um, You look fine girl Sweetie And Sweetie darling <laughs> I know <laughs> It was It was hard at first But We made it through um, They grew to love my ex They still Communicate with him And they love my current That's awesome yeah. Wow So you I, are I'm great. lucky I'm very You're lucky You're part yeah. of New York history You're, yeah. I mean your parents Legacy And wow I didn't have any idea That's He's really the next awesome. generation Of that yeah. Which is wonderful Exactly That's gonna And pl- I still listen To Paradise Garage music Because I feel like It's something that Should be Oh yeah absolutely. If you have some, some links song. Can you send us And we'll, oh, sure, we'll sure. try and post that Because yeah. I think That would be really cool Put some links up On yeah. the website Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so and people even that for don't the, know what we're talking about can hear what yeah. we're... And Absolutely. Even, even for when they do the reunion in 2018, because they do one every year. Oh, well, I want to come to that, so <laughs> don't forget about us. Yes. Um, on this episode, last 
uh, last season we did uh, Finding Your Fetish and, you know, we got a lot of great feedback, but I, in talking with you, Corey, I just thought, you know, it would be great to do the follow-up because there's so much to fetish and I know you and I have talked about your current particular fetish, which we can get into, <laughs> but obviously you just shared with us that, you know, you slept with two women and it took a moment to find you know, just being gay, at what point after you became gay or realized you were gay, did you start getting into fetish? Was it with the help of John John or who? Um, It was probably around four years ago when I turned 30. I just became single after nine years. Um, wow. Yeah, I was, I was with someone for nine years. Uh, it was a good relationship while it was, you know, what we had. We ended things amicably. Uh, we still chat every now you and then. You just said your parents still are friends with that, yes. him. Well, it would, that would be awkward. Um, <laughs> but yeah, when, when I became single, I f- found leather. I bought my first harness. I went to the Eagle. You uh, know, thir- 30 is kind of that age where, you know, where people tend to find their fetishes. Mm, you know? Maybe. I mean, but I, I, mean I, was a, I was about, you know, of, of course, you know, there were gaslights when I was 30, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but sweetie darling, don't age yourself. Darling. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, that's, that's kind of the age. I mean, you've, yes, it, in your twenties, you have a lot of sex and it's wonderful, but then it's just kind of like, Oh, well, what else might be out there? I think yeah. I was a late bloomer. I, I, I begged to differ. I mean, like I've told okay. on the show before, I was a go-go dancer in my, you know, 25 to 28 and, so in, in a lot of regards, I was out there and, yeah. you know, comfortable with myself. But it really was just that, performing, and yeah, I had sex. But it wasn't, I would argue that now in my 40s, like maybe I'm a little late in the game, I don't know, but I've gotten to learn you're my never, fetish. You're never late in the game. No that's one's true. ever late in the game. Yeah, if you're learning something right. new and you're learning something new about yourself, then that's fantastic. It, I mean, and, and as much as I was... Uh, a go-go dancer and you know in the scene and all that i was somewhat prudish in a lot of ways where now i'm you know same here find me any night at the eagle and you know and <laughs> any night at the eagle <laughs> I have, i've got a is it a sling that i have in my bedroom carbon no it's yes it's not a swing a swing it's okay a sling, sling. yeah yes, so somebody gave you that you have no idea what it's for exactly so some of it takes oh a while so a for you it was around yeah 30 around and 30 my my first fetish was underwear and i discovered that in my teens going through the underwear un- just know where are we talking tidy whities while going or- through like the underwear section in stores and i would just look at the packages <laughs> i was oh, like oh yeah, yeah. So i mean I, for some of us it was a sears catalog you yeah know. that's that catalog. also started no it. really i'm not the even ca- joking oh, around no, i know there, there was no internet when i was a kid either yes. so, and that yeah. catalog for some reason got a little sticky at times and <laughs> you know <laughs> i was always stealing my grandmother's sears catalog you were <laughs> I yeah was. oh wow yeah. but you grew up in a later you know more current time when you could yeah but still but, you don't you don't as a kid you don't always know yeah that the environment is friendly that's true and when i when i was a kid um i'm in the generation that got that still remembers like rotary phones but we were just talking about that oh my god uh, <laughs> or at brunch we were talking carpenter yes, yes we're and talking about yeah, rotary phones. So, yeah my, my yeah. parents were the longest to, to switch over yeah. to the push button one i, I lived in a two-family home in Staten Island, I lived upstairs. My grandmother lived downstairs. So I remember rotary phones. I remember when the internet was just starting. 
and you know, get off of the get off the internet. I need to use the phone. I remember all that. Oh yes, because oh, yeah. everything was dial up. Yeah. Modem. So well, we were going way back, and you're, this is gonna like probably surprise you, but they we were talking about it, Carpenter at brunch the other day. That oh, at one yeah. point they had yeah. party lines, party, party lines. lines, and it's not as fun I, as it might I sound. Have a like story it's not about party it's not lines. Not really a party at all. Yeah, there's no party involved. Meaning there was you shared a phone line with other people. How yes. Many, and so you could literally pick up the, the rotary phone and hear another conversation going on because you were sharing that line with other households. And so you had to wait till they got off the phone. And if you ever watch any I Love Lucy episodes oh, yeah. or the, maybe the I, Dick Fendek Dick, show. Not so much that way. Hazel. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. They, Hazel? Isn't, was, wasn't she a Aren't show? you dating myself? No, I'm totally dating <laughs> oh my myself, God, people Hazel? out there. Anyway, long story short. <laughs> anyway. Because yes. we need to get on to the sex. Um, you actually shared like this. Yeah, the, yeah. The, cottage, the cottage we had in New Hampshire. I mean, and it, that was it was an old town and a very small town, so they didn't migrate things very quickly. And you had there were different rings for different households, so ring. oh, all wow. of the phones oh, would wow. ring. You know, it was like up. Oh, oh no no no, that's Peggy's ring. She'll you know. And, <laughs> oh no, that's our ring. We'll get it. You know. Yeah, and so, you could literally listen in. There's a great I Love Lucy episode if you ever want to see what we're talking about, the party lines, where they overhear something. Right. Yeah, and, and, there, and, and as it was typical defi- Lucy. It, it, was a, it was definitely a plot for a lot of different uh, different films of you know overhearing something on the party line. I may have seen it. Oh, ask John. That's his favorite show. Ask John. Maybe we'll do yeah, a I John. Love Lucy yeah. um, slumber party or something. <laughs> leather version. A leather, yeah. a leather yeah. version of the yeah. night. A leather version I Love Lucy Yeah. Well, we'll party. have fun afterwards. Okay. But what have you yeah. been smoking? I'm down for that. Are you down for that? I'm down for that. I know what drugs you're down? doing, but you need to share them. What was the first <laughs> fetish that you got into um, that you can recall? Um, aside from underwear, it would have oh, yeah. to be... Come, come! Oh, yeah. that wow. can be a fetish. We so are we talking pre-cum, cum in All general, swallowing the ejaculation and was like seeing my, other guys yeah, come on you. Yeah, that was my big mm-hmm. like. And are you talking give me a like, facial? Okay, so after you're like sucking <laughs> yeah. them off. Yeah, give me a facial, and even I was, still today, give me a facial. <laughs> I'm kind of getting into that it's one. So good for your skin. I know, right? I want to. I, you know, I love skincare, and I'm thinking of incorporating it. <laughs> Somehow, yeah, I'm slightly joking, but yeah, you can use your own. Yeah, I, I just might. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not a good, as much fun. Well, you know how it hardens. No, like it could be a good like well, eye, eye tightening thing <laughs> to like. Well, well, that's what you do. No. You wait until it hardens. Yeah, and then you and wash no it off. People use just put pr- it under your eyes and then wait for it to harden. And pull your face back. <laughs> pull your face back. Well, listen, Joan Crawford used to like pin the back of her neck to pull her face back with like and you can imagine how painful that would have been at least this is just Marlena Dietrich used to do the same thing she'd go up before she went on stage she kind of pull the face back and use a safety pin ow ow and honestly this is true recycling that's true Using you, your own semen, and you get to feel your, the ejaculation. No more trying to buy those yeah, over the counter. But that's really that's you know. Can we yeah. stop talking about fashion and go back? Okay, you know, yeah. Let's fa- bring it back. Let's, go, let's back go back to that. Back to yeah, I know. I could go sex. on and on. The, the whole thing of feeling somebody, you know. Yeah. It's ejaculating. But on your I have face this thing. Story. So when someone, do you like eye. it to get in your mouth? Mouth, face. As long as it's not my eye. Okay, got it. Burns. It burns. My eye is it red for burns. hours. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 And obviously, you, we've you've got to be careful in certain instances. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you want to share. Are you on prep or? I'm, I am on prep. I've okay. been on prep for 
I want to say a year and six months now. Yeah, but you're in a close relationship though, right? Yes, but my partner is undetectable. So that's uh, why okay. I'm on prep. Okay. Yeah. And do you guys have, um, do you strictly play together, open? We, we strictly play together right now. Okay, got it. Yeah, that could change, but yeah. Mm, All right. Yeah, it usually does at some point. Is, he, is, is he into? Well, he's, he's. I'm 34, he's 47, so he's done the open thing. He's played with, like, in past relationships, he's played together with his mm-hmm. boyfriend or whatever. Right. But right now, we're just enjoying but you're, you're us. happy with each other. You're, yeah. You're, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, we had fun on Friday. That's always, you, need, you had fun on Friday. Wait, mm-hmm. do tell. <laughs> what can you tell us? Um. Well, I bought a new cock ring, and... It's it's a cock ring slash ball splitter, and I bought a cock extender because I've recently fun. also gotten into fisting with him, mm-hmm. and I I haven't been able to take his fist yet, but it's still fun trying. So the cock extender was used to help me open up and have him still fuck me without. Mm-hmm. So what exactly is a cock extender? So it's like um, it's this rubber sheath that oh, goes over your dick and your sl- balls. It's like a sleeve type. Yeah. That yeah. Your balls it, come out the bottom it and attaches, it, just, it attaches basically to the ball so that it has... Silicon, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So it's like a cock ring with a dick attached to it. Got but, it. And your dick, your real dick goes inside of it. Your and dick, it's yeah. making it that much bigger and bigger wider. Bigger and wider and... Mm-hmm. So does the top feel any sensation? Because now yeah, their dick it, is in a silicon it's, piece. It's ribbed on the inside. Oh, it's ribbed on yeah. the inside, plus it, it eventually... It, it, if, if they make them right, if they make them thin around where your dick is, then you your dick picks up the warmth from the yeah. from the inside of the ass as well. So It was fun. I enjoyed it myself. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it was. Yeah. Wow. So is that one of the things that you guys are experimenting with that's one of your favorite fetishes? Is yeah, I mean, I like toys. Um, you were showing us something offline that oh, was just, yeah. you can't really show it right now, but describe what you were showing me. So it was, it's called The Recycler. Because this goes into the fetish that you and I had yeah. talked about that got you. Which is my favorite fetish now, which is water sports. That's piss play for those that don't know what water sports is. Um, so this toy is, it's kind of like a, um, so it has a piece that attaches to the top's cock, kind of like a, um, oh, what are those things called? The, uh, those, oh, I can't like, the, like a weighted? Like the, no. The chastity. Um, yeah, so it's like, a, yeah. it's like a chastity, but it has a right. hose attached to it. Mm-hmm. And the hose, as the guy pees, it splits. And it's got a splitter it, in it. It ends yeah. on a mouthpiece, and the other end is a butt plug. So there's many possibilities if you're enjoying it by yourself. You so he's putting this on his dick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's splitting. As he pees, it'll, it'll split and go. So part of it will go onto your face. And the other part of it will go up into your ass? Yeah. Wow. It's a, yeah. it's well, a it's butt a, plug it, that has a hole in it. Yeah, and so. it, the mouth, it's actually a whole mouthpiece, so it, it has a piece that goes around your head, and it's got like a teeth guard with a hole in it, mm-hmm. so that as he pees, you can just and drink it. Yeah, and, and, and the whole idea, too, is that it's forced. You don't, you know, if yeah. you're, you know. Oh, wow. It's forced on both on both ends. It's forced from the from the front end because... You know, it's in your mouth and there's an open hole and you don't have any choice. All you can do is bite down and you can bite down and, and then that's, drink. Yeah. Well, that's intense. But for those that just are interested, because I've experimented, I've talked about it on the show before. As I said before, it's like I'm into getting pissed on, but only in my bathtub. Like, don't be doing well, it in yeah. my living room or not your living room. No. no. Yeah. <laughs> However, <laughs> but you can get a tarp for that. Oh, can I? <laughs> yes. Oh, 
Okay. And if you want to do it in your bedroom, you can get play sheets that are waterproof. I do have a rubber play sheet. Yeah. Yeah, but is it still going to run off? And then now my wood depends floors are... Depends on your mattress, are, but... It okay. depends on the mattress. I've seen some sheets that have little pockets on them so that it'll catch whatever... Oh, little like, like yeah. wells also, or... You know, you, you put, you know, you put like... Towels you know, on the floor. Towels on or whatever. It is apparently... Strategically. Yeah. So... Right, right. Or somebody could do that for us, yeah. but yeah. Or somebody <laughs> could do that for us, yes. <laughs> but yeah, right. Set the Anything could be rented these days. Yeah. Alex over here, who's helps us with our social media, could help us do that. Um, and uh, Alex actually Alex had. Alex is going to help you with that. Yeah. yeah. Somebody was telling me, a straight friend of mine, that he had a girlfriend once pee on, on him. That's he was awesome. so freaked. No, no. He. She wanted him to pee on. That's still awesome. Him, and, and, he, and he was like freaked out. She wanted to be peed uh, on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and that was like too freaking out or freaking out my friend. But well, I, I think it's a gay thing. No, it's no, not. no, it's no, not. not at all. No. Really, not at all. What do you What do you think it is? Because clearly, you like. I think it's Cora. You like to be on the receiving end of it. Yes. So what is it that like? So people hearing this can understand a little bit get into your mind for me it's i in just in that aspect i like to be the submissive for that i don't know there's something about being used by someone you know don't do it with anyone um like used as a urinal it just it turns me on yeah i don't i don't know why i'm just wired that way so okay i but, like that but no explain a little bit i mean and not trying to you know, get well. I don't. Yeah, we're already personal, so <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. You know. Fuck that. So, fuck but, that. So, what is it? So, is is it the warmth of the urine? Is it that it's on your body, or that it's in your mouth, or I, it's just what, what's the what's the really pinnacle turning point on that really you know makes you hard with it? Um, it's definitely the warmth, but it just it's the act of being like submissive in that manner. Okay. That turns me on. Being that submissive. Yeah. And is it also like for me, it's also like when you're really attracted to somebody that's hot, that is like you've decided that they're the one in control or the dominant, if you will. And and there's that, you know, feeling that they're standing above you and you're so into them and they're and you're and you can look at them and, and you can and look you, at you them you kind of connect with them on oh, that yeah, yeah. and just, and it's there's a hotness of you're yeah. submitting to them and oftentimes i've gotten some guys that never thought of doing that but get into that whole dynamic and it's not to say that you then in real life want to be like dominated in your real life like tell me what to do right in fact oftentimes i would say a lot you, of us don't Usually in my regular everyday life, I'm I like to be in control of what I'm doing, and like when I'm having sex, there's just times I just want to submit and not but, I guess be me. But but you yes. find you find that a lot, you know, people who are very strong and you know tend to be leaders and what have you, decision makers. Yeah, you know, in their in their regular life, you know, this is some, this is an escape for them. And sexuality is a good way to just release and let somebody else be in control. And You're let, right. You know, yeah. and, I mean, I, I find that cause I'm a very, I'm a very strong decision making type person, sure. but in fisting too, it's just like, you know, no, I, I don't have any, control over this or any choice over this right which is and granted you're giving like, communication between exactly your right. dominant so it's not like there's exactly. no communication particularly in what you're referencing right. in fisting you really have to know your dominant yeah. 
because yeah. that's and there's, there's a trust level that has to go with that. You know? Absolutely. So, and so, absolutely. but once you do, there's a release that you can give because you are in control. I mean, I know what you do in, you're in, not in, control. in a lot of your other work and yeah. you're always you're, you're in charge. Not, you're not in control. Yeah. It's, it's a good break. Yeah. For you as the submissive it's a good release yeah. to just like not have to think. Yeah. And, just and you may have set up the whole scene. You may have like right. brought that, that dominant you, into yes. your world. You yeah. may have positioned them in the, in the exact way you want them. Right. You, you may have like brought that whole situation up, yeah. but when it's there, it's like you're releasing to that and it's that whole and then the eye contact thing is I, what I love. I oh, had a yeah, um absolutely which is yeah. you know, we talked about it in, in Finding Your Fetish Part One, but mm-hmm. that can't be emphasized enough, right? No, because it's you know, fetishes fetishes and people tend to think, Oh, I have a fetish. Kinda like they're saying, Oh, I've got, you know, you know, I've got a mosquito bite or I've got a rash or something. A no, weird it's not like that. A fetish is something that is really shared. You know, yes. it's something that's shared with another person and it's and it's something that you that can be very special because you're both into that, you know, and it can, you know, it can make you even closer, I think. And one of the reasons from a I like relationship to, perspective, it can really. You know, absolutely. Yeah. I'm sure you can speak more to that. And I would argue also to just piggyback on what you're saying is that it takes a lot sometimes. And that's why I say age can help facilitate that to even admit some of these fetishes that we have because it right. can sometimes feel shameful. There mm-hmm. can be fetishes that Absolutely. you have that you would never want to talk to anybody because you would just be so fearful that they're going to be like, you're going to judge you. They're going to yeah. judge you. And or I mean, weird as, Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As I've gotten older, I'm just like, you're not paying my bills, so I don't really care. Who the fuck (laughs) cares? Exactly. It's great that you have a current boyfriend that is open to that, because I've heard of other... Um, people have talked about it on this show too, where you know they really were into their boyfriend. However, that boyfriend wasn't as exploratory yeah. as yeah. maybe they were. Boyfriend was very vanilla, but they wanted to try, you know, fisting or Anything. water sports, wearing or leather. Even I mean, even it could leather. be as yeah. simple as that. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, talk a little bit about like finding your that guy. And um, 
Well, we met at G Lounge before the the remodel, which is at Rebar now, yes. and we are about to do our live broadcast there. Broadcast oh, coming awesome. up in December, people. Awesome. We have a date coming up soon. We will announce it. But go ahead. A date coming up um, soon. We will announce it to everybody. Yes. yes. So well we, ahead of time. We met at G Lounge at a night called Nerd Night, which was all, for all the night, geeks. Yeah. It was yeah. it was a great time. <laughs> I love it. And, um, Nerd Night. That's great. We just you know it was high. Good to meet you. Blah blah. And then we went our ways. And then we met again in September, the day after my birthday, at another person's birthday party. Randomly. Well, yeah, randomly, because I didn't remember who he was, and he didn't remember who I was. So we (laughs) we chatted that whole night. Because you were both dressed as nerds, or what? Well, um, the night we went was a zombie night, so we got our faces painted. We even have a picture together. Okay. It's it's Facebook reminders. Wow, that's funny. Share us that, and we'll post that. That's funny. Um, So after we met again, we left the party together in September. Um, he walked me to the train, and like a week or two went by, and I just randomly messaged him on Facebook. Hey, I see you're going to this par- to um, a birthday party at G Lounge. My friend is also having a birthday party. Do you want to meet together? Mm-hmm. So we met that night, and we left and went to the Eagle together. And after that, it like turned into a date. Oh, at the Eagle. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, and the we rest were just talking about history. that. Love at the Eagle. <laughs> and you know what your theme song is going to be? Earth, Wind, and Fire, oh. September. For people this is that true. know. This Don't is you true. love that song? Who? Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, oh, I'm dating myself. No, I'm dating myself. Well, it's a classic, people. I know. It's a classic. It's one of my favorite songs September. of all time. September, yeah. yeah it's, wow. Uh, it's, it's amazing. Like So you early on, obviously, if you were at Nerd Night and then you ended up on that early phase going to the Eagle, which is a somewhat fetish bar, mm-hmm. figured out that he was into fetish like you are. Or exploring. He was. He's. He's just. He's open-minded. Um, he's not into the water sports, although I'm hoping to change that. Um, I always say like, cause hint, he, hint. but the thing hint, is, hint. I always say on that one because on his end, you like to receive. So right. what do you have to be into? Just you got to take a piss. My God, just like. You well, know what I'm saying. I mean, well, saying? So, I mean, I mean some people. Well, some people are pee shy. It's such an easy one, though. It's. I mean, fisting. Is a lot more of an involved fetish. And he's into flogging. That. You have to have a flog, a proper flogger. You have to know how to do it. Um, Same thing with fisting. You know, you need yeah. to know what you're doing, and that's if, what I'm saying. Know, yeah. So there's a lot of other and there's a lot of other fetishes that re- either so. require tools or a lot more involved. <laughs> this one, like everyone pisses Alex over there, who's like looking you know, at his nails. Yes. Going, what? Um, <laughs> yes. Exactly. But there's a lot of other fetishes. This one's an easy one. Like everyone pisses. So. Well, he's actually pee shy. So okay, that's fine. So I um, mean, he's pee shy. So that's like one weird thing that you would like. I don't understand how people are pee shy, but I respect that they are. Because right. if I have he's, to go, I'm going to go. But he doesn't have any problem coming in your face or sticking his fo- his fist up your ass. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Now that's just how people are built yeah. sometimes. So. So he's pee shy. Okay, yeah. that and that's one of the reasons why you don't think he's into it. Or well, um, I think it's because to him it's a bodily waste, so that kind of turns him off. I mean, I'm not into scat. That's a big yeah, turn off. Me either. And for all scat people out there, more power to you. Yeah, more. I'm not judging those who I'm are not into judging, it, but it's not my it, thing. But, yeah, it's not my thing either. Um, and, and actually, we've talked about it a little bit. It's that it's one of the safest things I think you can, in general, right, that you can do because it's well, very antiseptic. Yeah. Yes and no. I mean, people always say you know piss is sterile, and that's true. It's sterile to you, 
because it came from your body. It yes. doesn't mean it's sterile to somebody else. Right. Yeah. Because so, it, it will carry, it, it will, ca- like, say if you're intoxicated or if you're high on a drug, it will carry the drug through your oh, system. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, okay. I, I, yeah. I know a bunch of, you know, I know several Tina queens who were also into into piss, and that was like, you know, that just kept the Tina going. Yeah. So. So one of the things that I've done when I've experimented with it is in my bathtub. <laughs> Um, is have like the guy piss on me. Obviously, I like it on the chest, and I'll let some of it go into my like the well, if you will, of my mouth, mm-hmm. and then I spit it out. Why? Right. Because I saw an Antonio Biaggi video where that's what they were doing, and they yeah. were like not really swallowing it. And I that's what they I've piss done. Piss in the mouth, and they go. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. spit it out. I mean, yeah. that's a waste. Corey, is how is <laughs> is that waste. considered safe, or am I still somewhat? I mean, it's it's safe as long as you don't have any cuts in your mouth. Okay, right. But yeah. um, right. if if you know your piss top, yeah. and you know what they're ingesting, it can be safe for you to ingest it. Mm. So, like, say, I mean, gen- you, generally so is speaking, what, yeah, generally, generally speaking, is what you're what you're saying, Carpenter, is that like, let's just say somebody, you know, drank a lot of alcohol, did a lot of who knows what drugs, mm-hmm. and as they're peeing, a lot of the waste of all of that is going through, and then peeing on you, and then you're ingesting that that you could you're then ingest right. whatever you it can, is. You can right. actually you can get, get high, high on the drugs that they've done, depending on the drug and how the how the body processes that drug. Do we know enough to talk about HIV? Like, could you get... HIV is not transmitted through urine. What about STDs? STDs, that's a good question. We should have asked our last episode, Craig, who might... I mean... We should ask. We should ask Craig on that one. We should ask Craig on that. Of rev for think, men. I don't think STD is STDs are necessarily transmitted through urine itself, but you know if it was in certain STDs that have like an open wound on the penis, mm-hmm. that type of thing, because water sports is generally not just you know it it still can be a contact sport yeah. in the sense that people are still you know going down on other guys and what have you. So I think it's through the urine itself. No. But, you know. And we'll look a little bit more into that. Yeah. Well, I'm going to yeah. take a quick break and check in with Rev for Men, our Rev sponsor. Rev for Men, our sponsor at RevForMen.com. And we'll be right back. Hey, Carpenter, did you know that I have the best sex when I'm traveling? Yes, I've seen the pictures on YouTube. Of course. <laughs> there are no pictures. I'm serious. <laughs> I know. Traveling traveling is great. You know, you go to go to, especially you go to a big gay city and your fresh meat in town and it's the fresh it's, meat thing. Yeah. I don't know if your mind's freer and you just have more time. Well, and you know you're not looking for Mr. Mr. Right. You're looking for Mr. Right now cuz Oh, I like that. You know, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, and to find Mr. Right now, sometimes you need to be rock hard right now. And right now. That's yes. why Rev for men is the best option because it, is, it will yeah. make sure that you are hard and when, when you meet Mr. Right now, you're ready to go. But it's not... Well, a, it's, you're ready to go, all right. Yeah, and you know, at the core, it's Trimix that they administer, but it's yeah. really the service it's, that they provide. Yeah, it's definitely more than that because they, you know, the follow-ups are great. You know, they follow up with you. How was that dosage for you? You know, They it, customize exactly. for you, the training they give you, and also the support. But what they 
also do is they you have a travel kit that you can get with them. That's right. Because That's when you right. go to these far off places, you can get a travel kit that will last an ice pack that keep your trimix nice and yep, chill. You got to keep it. You got to keep it cold. Yeah, and, and then this lasts for the it keeps it cold for I think up to sixteen hours. Absolutely, and you can yeah. even do it like a little kit just to go. Like, let's just say you're out to dinner, like here in the city, and you want to mm-hmm. have a little rendezvous, but right. you're not ready for the try and mix. What else do they give you? Yeah, so there's, they even have this, uh, the, the, the single-dose travel kit. So it's, it's uh, just a little box so you can keep the... Uh, you can slip it in your sock, basically. Exactly. Really and, helpful you know, on jockstrap night. On jockstrap night at the Eagle, exactly. Yeah, because if you are going to dinner or things like that, you know, you don't need... You don't want to do it beforehand because then you're going to sit at dinner with a hard on. Like I did on one of my last dates. Yeah. Really Eating not oysters. Ideal. <laughs> yes, exactly. So you choose it when you want it. That's why we love Rev for Men. We love Rev for Men. Where should they go, Carpenter? They should go to RevForMen.com. Absolutely. And just be rock hard. And you're going to love it, guys. Absolutely. Check it out. Check it out. Mention that you heard about Rev on Talk About Gay Sex podcast and receive $100 off a three-month treatment of either their Trimix program or their newly launched Low Testosterone program. Okay, you guys, we are back. And on the break, we took a... I love having um, Craig, Dr. Craig Keyes, part of the Rev family, uh, part of our show, who yes. was on our last episode, because yes. he just answered our question. Yes, we, we did an emergency call to Dr. Craig. And I know, and he picked up the phone, and it was so cool. Like, yeah. we got the... And essentially, he said that urine is antiseptic, and it, it has... It's basically, sterile. It's sterile was the key, the key word, meaning... And apparently, I, I was mistaken, because I said it was sterile to the person who who it belonged to, but not necessarily to the other person, and he corrected me and... Essentially, he was saying that you know. when it goes through the body, um, it's metabolizing. So it has to metabolize through. Let's ju- he used the example of let's just say somebody, a guy did a lot of coke or mm-hmm. or crystal or something, you know, whatever or whatever drug, and it processed through their bloodstream, then went on into their liver, and then processed even metabolized even more through the kidneys. And he kidneys emphasized filter. the kidneys yeah. filters. Right. So by the time that it gets through the, the guy's the dick, it it becomes byproduct. Byproduct, right. and the word that you used, which was not antiseptic but sterile. sterile. Right. And so it is, he said, in his opinion, he said a lot of his community, meaning the medical mm-hmm. community, right. will think of urine. They frown on it. They frown, frown on that. Yeah. But he did say it is. And I can't remember. Do you remember what he said about? Well, he said it was one of the safer, safer one of the fetishes. safer things you can do as, as far as right. safe sex. And then when it's, he it's spoke of STDs. As long as um, there's like no open wound on the skin, then... Because some STDs, like we know, are in the penis, right? Well, like gonorrhea, which which usually has some kind of a discharge. So yes. what he was, uh, what I understood him to say, someone's not going to want to be doing water sports with that anyway, because I'm sure it would be right. very uncomfortable. And let's just say, so, well, maybe you're right, yeah. But as it's going through that person's penis, it's still sterile. It's when it may mix in, when it's mixed into it with it, that person's right. gonorrhea tissue, right? right. Um, it could carry a little bit of that. It's a, it's STD. a possibility, but it's yeah, it is a possibility. But from what Craig was saying, low. it's not. It's not like you're being fucked raw, you know, with Cr- someone who has gonorrhea or syphilis, whatever. So. Right. Right. Exactly. Right. 
exactly. And then, so good. Thank you, Dr. Craig. Thank you, Dr. Craig. Thank Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but we were we talking have to put about their name out there. We were talking about another friend of ours who is straight, who still can't get. What was Corey? What was he saying? Oh, um, if I ever notice uh, a difference in the taste of cum, depending on what the person ate. Right, because you had mentioned earlier that That's you're into true. That you're into cum. And I'm I into cum. Yes, and I didn't even know that cum has different tastes. But yes, um, well. Come like piss can taste differently Semen, de- yeah. de- um, depending on what the person has ingested throughout the day. You, now, for me, I've ingested it, tasted it from someone who eats a lot of fruit, like pineapple. Pineapple's fabulous. Who's eating yes. a lot of pineapple? <laughs> Hawaiians. I mean, Hawaiians. The Hawaiians, right. <laughs> to our Hawaiian friends out there, and it is by my favorite fruit, mm-hmm. by the way. Yeah, and in that sense, it's it's very it's very sweet to the taste, and the same goes for asparagus, but asparagus makes piss taste bad. Right. Does it taste? Go, it tastes bitter. And semen as well. Se- semen, for some reason, makes it taste sweet with semen. I don't know why. I feel like we're talking about oysters, you know, because I get into it's, my yes, oysters. Yes, we're going to do the Julia Child version <laughs> yeah. of Yeah, and this one has been laced with asparagus, and this one's been pineapple. Yes. Well, I mean, I, I, I can remember, you know, back in, the, back in the day when, you know, when back HIV first day. started, back in the day, which was a long time ago. It was, you know, 20-some years ago, so 30 years ago. And you'd go to the play clubs and you could tell who was, you know, if they came in your mouth and they were on AZT, you could taste it. It was really strong and bitter. Wow. You know, you could wow. taste it. Interesting. Yeah. So things to look out for that, though. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Same and here. so that yeah, pineapple's wonderful. Oh, yes, so it, eat a lot yes, of pineapple. Eat a lot of pineapple. Don't eat asparagus. For if you want to. If you want water sports, don't, eat, don't, don't, eat expar- don't eat asparagus. Don't drink coffee. Oh, my Ooh, God. Yeah. The worst. I love coffee, I've, although I've I drink, minimized. I drink a lot of coffee. I just started drinking coffee this year. And the days I have it, I'll go to work. And when I finally go to the bathroom, just I'm disgusted. Yeah, me too. I don't. Because <laughs> the smell is so strong. You just need to make sure that you drink a lot of water to yeah. dilute it. Yeah. So well, right. I, I, pl- right, right. I played with a guy who, you know, we, we established we were going to do water sports. And he had coffee. And I was just like, okay, I'm done. That's not happening. I've, have yet. you yeah. heard of these coffee enemas before? No. I have. You, uh, I have. I've heard of them. Alex over there. I've never done them. Social media guy. You're, what did you hear? No, I heard that they produce that um, certain type of cultures when they're not allowed to have coffee or any type of food in that day. Yeah, so, so he's saying what? Just he's, he's talking about cultures that you know cultures that aren't allowed to have you know that, that have fasting with no food and no you know no, oh right no food because no water, coffee is a diuretic no coffee. and yeah no believe me if you've been asleep all night you get up and you have coffee <laughs> you can find yourself in the toilet right afterwards so well, i can especially see where if you drink like you were you know but <laughs> it's eating. I'm and kidding. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no bueno. He's, he's no. a good friend. I'm teasing. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, wow. Okay. So, I think we learned a lot about one of your favorite water sports. Your boyfriend still, Corey, is not. One day. One so, day. So I've been dreaming about it lately. Like with him? The, just in general. One time it was with him, and I woke up as soon as it was about to happen. Another time, it was with two people who I don't even know. It was probably from me watching porn. 
And then the, th- uh, the third time <laughs> was... Blame it on porn. I always yeah. do. The third time was recently. It was with him and another person that I do know whose name I will not name. Um, Good idea. And I was like, what is going Maybe. on? I take this as a sign. Wow. I take this as a sign. Yeah. I do. That it's, it's becoming yes. more and more... Your, your yeah. desires psyche. are there. there. There are times when I'm at work and I do it myself. I have a bottle at my job. It's 25 ounces, and I fill it up about four times while I'm at work mm-hmm. so that I don't snack as much because I'm sitting down for nine hours, and I don't want to get too big. And I'll just I'll go to work. I'll take a cup with me and drink my own. Interesting. What? <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> what? Yeah. You'll drink your own piss. Yeah. Usually by the, the fourth time I filled up my bottle, my I'm good to go. Like, I've diluted everything that I've had. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I drink a lot of water normally. I, I have a soda maybe once or twice a month. Okay. A soda. Um, interesting. Wow. So you still find, so it's, you really like to ingest it. Like for me, yeah. when I've experimented with this fetish, it had to do more with the act of, like I said before, the person standing above me. The domination. The domination of it. The, yes, well, I did like when the Not so much his domination, but your submissiveness. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. ultimately feeling the urine by used. on yeah. top of me. And yeah. Stuff. And like I said, I liked it. I would take it in my mouth and then just sort of spit it out. But all that was super hot to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you actually like to, Corey, just ingest it. it. Yeah. And, and that's... That's it, the hotness factor it, that of it, turns, as well it's as a, a, it's a turn on for me, and um, even if it's your own, yeah, it kind of releases that endorphin, like okay. like I, I need a fix. Yeah, wow, uh. you would have liked it because <laughs> I, yeah. I was at the Eagle here. I know we talk a lot about the Eagle here in New York City, but I was in well, like the bath. There are no other leather bars in New York. Thank you. In that kitten, yes, exactly. Yeah. That are well. Yes, and I saw a cup, <laughs> and I know it wasn't a margarita, and I know it was someone's piss. It might have been, been mine. Really, there are so many Did times. You leave, like I go when I go to the bars, if I if it's too crowded and I, or I just don't feel like going to the bathroom, I will look, take an empty cup and I will pee in it. I don't give smart. a fuck. I've done that before, just as as an emergency. And there have been a few times when I take a peek in the cup. I'm like, oh, I'll just recycle it. Well, I mean, I, at the bar. On the dance floor, wow. I don't care. I, I had I somebody that... go to the bathroom with his cup and bring it back to me one time, and and I, I well, I thanked him profusely. I was like, oh, well, thank you. That's very nice, but I really wasn't into it. Oh. So I gave it to my friend Bob, and he was like, ooh. Well, I've done that so, with some of my friends. If yeah. I've been like, hey, you want something? They'll take it. Wow. It's like, yeah, it, I wasn't into it, but, you know, Bob was like, oh, a drink. <laughs> I like hey. that. I like so, that. Any other fetishes, Carpenter, that you... Obviously, you like to flog because we talked about it on the show before where we went to Master Master Joshua's party Mm -hmm. who has been on the show several times and he has this great party, Corrosion. If you're ever here in the city, check it out. I flogged a few people at that party. And I remember you and I went to the party and you just immediately brought your bag. And I mean, it was like a gym bag full of (laughs) floggers. A gym Gym bag full of And there were some single tails in there too. There were some single tails. I actually want to learn how to do that. Which one? Flogger or single tail? Uh, It's flogging. As a top or bottom? As a top. It's something about watching the top do it. it. I watched your video and I was like, oh, wow. 
This what is f- like amazing. Uh, I think Rico. Um, yes, Rico, Rico and Noguchi um, did a film with me and Christoph. Yeah, Christoph. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the one I saw with Christoph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can get that on uh, Rico's Vimeo page, which I will list, of course. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but what is it? Well, I mean, for me, it's surprise. I mean, even though you know I'm in the dominant position, I feel much. I don't want to say like the bottom or the submissive, but you feel their pain. No, I feel their pleasure. Oh, I think that's what it good is. Correction, I, I, good correction. I, I feel their pleasure. And, you know, you need to learn how to read very well who, you know, who you're flogging and, and learn what their signals are. And, you know, and it, you can tell. You can tell they're just about to, to tap out more or less and yeah. give you a safe word or whatever because you can see them tensing and, you know, and whatever. And then just before they do that, you pull back. Well, and we've you talked know. about that too, and that right. pu- that pullback, and when you talk about reading, is reading that person's energy exactly. But exactly. oftentimes, uh, you know, the top dominant administering the the flogging will then caress and hold. Yes, that and too. That yes. can feel so amazing. Yes. to be because you've mm-hmm. you've allowed yourself to take you entrusted this person. Yes, you've enjoyed it. And you've mm-hmm. maybe gotten to the pinnacle that you can take at that very moment, and then this dominant is caressing you and holding you. It's and very yes. intimate, and it's, be, it and is. It's, it's, it's very the opposite, and it feels so nice that you really feel that you could even go on longer yes. because you mm-hmm. you know that they have your best interest, and you know yes. that they're exactly. they're that caressing moment is so right. enjoyable. And well, but you know, in the sense that you know, when you're having sex with somebody, and they're you can see their waves of orgasm. Right. You know, it's very similar. You want them to have those waves of orgasm. And as they start to come up, then, you know, you you respond to them. Right. It's the yeah. same thing. You know, it's the same thing in flogging. You know, exactly. yes, you may be the dominant because you have the whip and they're tied up, but you are really responding to them and you are working to make them, you know, experience something. Absolutely. And which, that's Which is also... Kind of submissive because you're exactly. giving pleasure to somebody, you're, and that, you're pleasuring somebody. It kind yeah. of goes and back, you're, and you're f- also pushing their limits because when you see them about ready to tap out and just you know give a safe word or a signal or whatever you've previously decided on, and then you pull back and then you caress them, and then you go back and you do more, and you can usually take them mm-hmm. further than they were. Yeah, you know, right. But, and the endorphins rush through their body like you would not believe. It's interesting. I just and had a thought of Alex, yeah. my, who's helping me out, but the training, like he pushes exactly. me, pushes me, pushes me, but knows how far he can push me before we bring it down for a second only exactly. so then he could get me to do the next. Then he pushes you in something else. Yeah, he pushes you in a different direction. I grow or it's very whatever similar. goals we're trying to do in training. So, yeah. so Alex is really a sadistic top. I don't know what he is, but he's helping me out on this social media thing, y'all. So I think we have to wrap it up, y'all. Yeah, this has been a great. So, so Corey, real real quick. So you talked about, you know, you talked about water sports. You talked a little bit about fisting. Are there any other fetishes you have on your list? Um, You want to learn how to flog, which is cool. I do want to learn how to flog. Um, I think, I mean, I'm pretty open minded. I Mm -hmm. will try anything twice. (laughs) <laughs> Except for scat, pain, and blood. Scat, pain, and blood. Yeah. Yeah, those are my like my yeah. limits. But you have to try something twice to make sure you like it. I agree. I At agree. least twice, and yeah. maybe sometimes three or four times, and yeah. 
30 or 40. But make sure <laughs> you make sure you f- find someone that you're trusting enough to do it with. Yeah. And turn them out. I like exactly. it. Exactly. There's, like there's it. a lot of trust that goes into <laughs> any of any mm-hmm. any kink level. There's a lot of trust that goes into it. You know, yes, and, don't and do these things with a random person you meet no. on an app. I mean, That's if, you right. know, if you're at a play party and someone wants to flog you and you don't know them, you know, just make sure your friends are around and you're telling your friends what yeah. you're doing so that, you know, if you tap out then and the, the top doesn't respond, that your friends can say, he's done, mm-hmm. back off. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, message us on at Talk About Gay Sex because we'd be happy to... You know, we've been to a lot of places yeah. around the country or worlds yeah. that there are bars out there like the Eagle here in New York City, but there's plenty of others Lots around. Lots of good places. That Play we can kind of point you in the right direction yeah. where you can at least be in the company of others that might be willing to share with you in a comfortable way, you know. but Right, exactly. Exactly. Find some like-minded people, basically. Absolutely. Yes. Explore your fetishes. Um, enjoy them. If you do, if you like them, if you don't like them, then try something else. Yeah, you know, that's whatever the makes of you life. feel good. Absolutely. You know, th- that's what it's about. It's about you know, it's it's not about shaming. It's not about saying, oh well, I've got this kink level. You know, oh fuck that. You know, this other, isn't recon. Other people, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Other people are going to have that kink level too, and when you meet them, you're going to have a really good time. I agree. Well, yeah. Corey Harmon, thank you so much for being. Thank, thank you for having me. Guest. This, was, this fun. was fun. I our number one totally fan in New York. Myself. Yeah. How can we follow you? How do you want people to follow um, you? I'm pretty active on Instagram. Darker underscore link is my Instagram name. Um, I'll have to add that. I'm also on Twitter. Alternative underscore white man. Nice. Thanks, oh, Trump, for that. Point. I like that. <laughs> we don't talk about her. Um, yeah, 45. We don't know her. She can't sit with we us. We don't know her. Um, She's a bitch. Uh, I'm taking a little breather from Facebook, but you can find me on Facebook, Corey Harmon, K-O-R-Y-H-A-R-M-O-N. Be careful, because if your parents are on there, too, and people Oh, I have a separate file. I have a separate profile for that. one more shout-out to your boyfriend, who's a DJ. Yes, and shout-out to DJ Ted Bishop. He DJs at The Hangar every other Saturday from 9 to 3. Does he have a SoundCloud or anything that we could Um, He does have a mixed cloud. I do not you know. You can give it to link. me later. I'll, I yeah. will put that up there. We'll put thank it in the show s- notes. Put okay, in the, great. The, thank you so much fun. for yes, being on the show. Thank you for having me. And as always, Steve Carpenter. Thank you. This was fun. Sweetie Darling. As it's always, Sweetie Darling. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> thank you, Alex, for doing all our social media over here yes, and everything you, else. Alex. And in the meantime, follow us at Talk About Gay Sex. We will definitely be doing a live broadcast in December. It's going to be at Rebar. We have a date coming up. I will Rebar announce in it. In New York City. In New York City. So if you're here, we will give you that date. It's, going, it's soon. I will just say that. It will be soon. And we will try to do a meet and greet. So if you Absolutely. want to say hi. Or just check us out live if you're somewhere else in the we'll world. Be, we'll, be, you know, we'll be sitting there. Answering your questions. Thank you so much, and in the meantime, continue having hot gay sex. Thanks so much. Bye, guys. As always, thanks for joining us. And don't forget, once again, we are live Wednesday, December 13th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you are in New York City, join us at Rebar in Chelsea on 19th Street between 7th and 8th Avenue. Come early, 6 p.m. for a pre-party and meet all the panelists. And stay afterwards for the after party. It's Wednesday, December 13th, 7.30 p.m. live. And if you're not in New York City, join us on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash talkaboutgaysex, and you can tweet, post, 
on our page on Instagram, all your questions and comments at Talk About Gay Sex. We will see you then. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER and partnership with MGM Northfield Park.